0: hey welcome to the elite fantasy podcast series on friday september 11th nfl kickoff weekend is finally here we got one game in the books the kc chiefs took down the houston texans 34 to 20 we all know what happened in that one you've all read the articles clyde edward helaire he shined patty was patty three touchdowns to sean under duress all night. That offensive line is gonna be a question mark. Tyreek Hill was his normal up and down self in that game. Did find the end zone. Kelsey was Kelsey. Clyde Edwards, great debut. Not much in the passing game, but he did get it done on the ground, over 130 yards on the ground as a rusher. Will Fuller, not just the deep threat anymore. He is gonna be that possession receiver, that volume receiver. We just cross our fingers. He's gonna be able to stay healthy. Where the hell was Randall Cobb at, by the way? Uh, give it time, he'll be used. They paid him some good change, he'll be used. David Johnson looked like he turned back the clock. He looked good, he looked like an old, his old self, but it's easy to look that way, going against that giving defense when it comes to the rushing. Um, yeah, so news-wise, news a news couple, couple injuries at look like they're gonna take our guys out away from us. Debo Samuel's already been ruled out. Not a real surprise there, we kind of anticipated that. Kenny Galladay's looking doubtful with that hamstring popped up on the injury report there in the middle of the week. Never a good sign. So Matt Patricia said he's likely not going. Mike Evans, thought he was suited up for practice. I thought I read somewhere. But then I, you know, it, it comes out that he's doubtful for Sunday which we weren't too, too keen on him this week anyways. He was part of our U crew. So Marshawn Lattimore, he, he pretty much shut him down in the previous meetings. So likely not going this week. Um, what else we got? Deontay Johnson looks like he's a go so far the foot injuries gave us a little scare there on Thursday but he was a full participant in practice today per Mr. C so that's good and Miles Sander he's gonna be a question mark but he did he was running at practice today so I'm I'm thinking he's gonna go but we'll get into all that when we get into our previews so like I said today we're gonna cover the previews and we're gonna look at some some bets I'd like um, to recommend that I think have have a very good shot of hitting, so let's get right into it. And we're going to start with the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. So currently, Baltimore is an eight-point favorite in this one in their home opener. The over/under is set at forty-eight and a half. Betting-wise, the only bet I'm putting down on this one is. The Baltimore money line. I could see the total two just seems a little high, but I'm not I'm not liking that. Oh, excuse me, liking that as a sure thing. So money line, Baltimore. I'm locking that in. So when we look at this, we'll look at the Baltimore side of things. Cleveland is last year they were very good against the run. But the the caveat to that is that was when it came to the running back position. So a scrambling quarterback such as Lamar Jackson, that's a whole different animal. And I think Jackson likely comes out in this one and he picks up right where they left off last year. I think he'll be, he's our number one ranked quarterback entering week one. So I think he's fine. Uh, Hollywood Brown... I do see – he's a bit of a coin flip for us because if his game script goes the way I think it will, I think he's going to not see a lot of work. So I think he'll see some work early. So we're praying for that. what we saw last year in his debut, week one. Give us a repeat of that. Two scores on what what was it, four catches? Over 130 yards or whatever the hell it was. So I could see a similar similar thing this week. I think he's looked very good in camp. So I think he could get out of the gate. But then again, when they get out to the lead, I think they're going to lean on those running backs. Mark Ingram, I think. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, I'm not playing this week. I would recommend sitting him week one. Harbaugh said that he'll have a significant role right out of the gate, but... Until we know what that is, especially the, how they have him listed as, what is it, the fourth running back on that depth chart, so I think we just wait. Ingram, he's a, he, he'll make for a nice running back, too. Cleveland side of things, I don't like any of it. Nothing. Hooper, terrible matchup in his Brown debut. He goes against a defense that only allowed two tight ends last year to go over 50 yards. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Game script should be there for him. He should be getting opportunity, but the thing is, unlike in Atlanta, he's going to be competing for looks from Kareem Hunt out of the backfield, and Jarvis Landry out of the slot. So, Hooper is a no-go for us this week. Even OBJ and Jarvis, they got that nasty, nasty Ravens secondary that's stacked with three solid, some of the league's best corners. Marcus Peters, Jimmy Smith, Merlin Humphrey in the, uh, in the slot. Uh, OBGA, we got ranked 29th. We actually got Landry ranked 26th. But we don't like any of it. You're going to have to play him. We drafted these guys. We're going to play him. But just lower your expectations right out of the gate. And the same can see, be said for Nick Chubb. He uh, he destroyed this defense last year early. In, what was it week four or week six? One of them, one of them early games, he exploded for three scores on the ground, but it was without Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt's gonna hurt him. The game script's gonna hurt him. So I, I actually like Hunt in this one a little bit better. I think they're gonna get down, and I think they're gonna have to abandon that, you know, run first offense that Stefanski's looking to bring. So I'm just in Baker. no. I, I, I think he, he's a back end. QB2 this week for us. Got him ranked 25th. So just outside the QB2s. on Right on that end. On that borderline there. So Browns are a fade this week. Jacksonville versus Indy. Indy comes in as a road favorites. By minus 8. Total in this one. I think it was 45. I think we go under that. I think Indy's money line is in play here. And I would be happy to... Actually, I'm going to tell you about a little parlay I'm getting in on, and Baltimore and Indy are part of this. I think this one's cut and dry. I think the Colts are going to get out into a early lead, and I think they're going to want to just run the, run the ball. I think Marlon Mack will get some run, and I think Taylor's going to get some run in this one. So I think this is going to be a good debut for Taylor. We'll see... I'm curious to see how they, who gets it. Is Jonathan Taylor going to get more carries, or is it going to be Marlon Mack? I think we're going to see over thirty, thirty carries in this game by this backfield. So, and I think Taylor is going to come in. I think he's going to wear this team down, this defense down, and he's going to break a long one here. I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up with more yards than Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in this one. I really wouldn't. Passing wise, T.Y. Hilton. Paris Campbell, Michael Pittman, Phil Rivers, how's he gonna do? These are all good questions. I think I think we'll see him. I think him and Hilton specifically, I think are gonna get out to a good a good start here on the season. So I'll be anxious to see this. Uh Jacksonville side of things, I think DJ Shark, I think he's he's the one we're looking at here. Gardner Minshew, he is a back end QB two this week. I think they're going to have to throw. So Robinson, with all the injuries, (laughs) this backfield has been a nightmare over this last week. So now it's Robinson back there. So I'm not looking there. So the team says he's more than capable to be this team's lead back. But I think the only ones worth any value in this one this week are going to be Tyler Eifert and DJ Shark. So... Then we look at the Washington, Philadelphia game, over/unders forty-two. Philly's the minus four or five point five. As far as Washington goes, Gibson, I'm not particularly high on this week. Philly's defense was very good last year against the run. It's a tough matchup. This they allowed the seventh fewest fantasy points to the running back position in 2019. So we're not sure how the workload is going to be divvied up here. So I think he is a fade this week for for us. Um, McLaurin killed the Eagles last year. He averaged five catches a game for over 120 yards in each meeting. But the team didn't have that defense was a punching bag and that's why they went out and got two good corners and I think Darius Slay who they acquired from the Lions is going to be the man tasked to slow down McLaurin who is basically this team's whole passing attack. So, this won't be the first time these two met either. They met last last year. So, and I think in that game McLaurin caught five 5 of 12 targets for 70 yards and that that line should have been a little higher. Um, Haskins missed McLaurin on two touchdowns. He overthrew him, so that line should have been good. But the thing is, it took all them targets to get him to five catches, so McLaurin's a bit of a question mark for us, too. He could do what he does and destroys this defense, or he could be held in check here. So I'm tempering expectations on Terry McLaurin. Because, like I said, I think it could go either way. Uh, Carson Wentz, I think he's in line for a good, good week. He is a top 10 option this week. He's going to use Deshaun. It's looking like Jalen Rager may go. He was a full participant today in practice. He doesn't have an injury designation, so he may be going. So that bodes well for Wentz. tight ends as well, I think. But those two stretching the field, I think those tight ends are gonna do very good. They're both top ten this week in our rankings, so I'm looking I'm looking there at Ertz and Goddard there. Uh Miles Sanders, how oh, he's a question mark. We actually dropped him down a little bit in our rankings. So he's now outside the top twelve just because there's that question mark. I think he'll go, but I think they're going to limit his snaps, which makes me a little bit nervous. <clears throat> if you drafted him, you're using him. If he's if he's suited up and he's a go, we're using him because it's a very good matchup. So uh, what else we got looking there? Deshaun, like I said, Deshaun, we, we all know what he did last year in week one against this team. And that was the only game we've seen him in this Peterson offense. So he's a definite go for us. Start him if you have him. He's he's a very good play this week, especially in DFS. Buffalo, New York. Buffalo's a six and a half point favorite in this one. The point total thirty nine and a half. I uh, uh, this is another one. I'm putting I'm putting Buffalo in that parlay I was talking about. But tight end wise, Dawson Knox. It's a it's a bad matchup. Compared to last year. I mean, it, yes, Adams is in Seattle now. So Allen comes in here ranked as our seventh quarterback. Um, I think he'll be fine in this one. I, he really didn't do too much against them last year. He didn't really have that big of a touchdown day in these matchups. But I think he'll be fine. Uh, the backs in this one, I'm fading them both. I just want to see how they're going to use utilize these guys. Not to mention that this Jet defense was very good against the run last year. They ranked second in the league. So, I'm just, I'm not sure how this is going to play out. So, we're going to temper expectations here. So... Singletary's a fade. Moss is a fade. I do think Moss will get the goal line work, but I just want to see. I want to wait a week or two just to see how this thing shakes out. Diggs, I think he explodes onto the scene for Buffalo. I think he has a big debut. Cole Beasley, he has a good matchup in the slot, so I like him as a sneaky DFS player this week. But Stefan Diggs, definitely going to be in my DFS lineups. I, I'm i I'm very high on his debut New York side of things. I don't I I think it's a terrible. Terrible matchup. Darnold, you know, the Bills last year, they they were tough in the fact that they were the third put up the had the third fewest points put up against them by any fantasy quarterback. So Darnold, he's not a play for us. Herndon, you know, the Bills are his second toughest matchup against tight ends last year, so I'm fading him. Perryman, he's been dealing with injury the last month, so I'm fading him. He should see a lot of white in this one. They may shadow cover him, so I'm I'm fading him in this. The only one I'd look at is Le'Veon Bell. I'm not high on him, but I do think they get down in this one and they'll They'll need to rely on him to catch some balls out of the backfield. So, he's rating that running back two territory for the week. So, New England, Cam Newton, Cam Newton's debut. He's got a good matchup because Miami, they allowed the fourth most fantasy points to quarterbacks last year. And they gave up the most passing touchdowns last year to opposing quarterbacks. So... Cam actually has a very sneaky good matchup to debut in. Here's another t- here's another team I'm putting in there, New England. I think I think New England's money line. I think they win. As far as the over under, uh, forty three total. I think I think that game comes under slightly. Let me see what I got that game projected as here. I have that game ending up twenty to seventeen. So thirty seven point total. I I think I think we hit the under on this one. Edelman, he he I've kind of warmed up to him and Cam as this week went on. So I think Edelman comes into that wide receiver two category and back backfield wise mm, James White. Sony could have a big week. If they rely on that running attack, with Damian Harris on IR for the next few weeks, I think I think yeah, Sony gets some run here. James White, I think he'll get some opportunities in the passing attack, but I don't see Miami being too competitive on offense here. I'm fading Parker. I do think Williams is the better play this week. I think Gilmore's going to want to Redeem himself after Parker was talking so much smack after week 17 last year. So I think he's going to be shut down this week. Fitzpatrick, not looking there. That backfield, I'm avoiding that. Backfield for week one, not a very good matchup. Detroit versus Chicago. 42.5 points here. I, I'm not really betting on anything here as far as the lines. The lines, not the lines, The lines. Um, Galladay's not looking to play, so Jones. He's he's damn near a top twenty running or uh, wide receiver for us this week. With this news, he's a very good matchup. So I DFS absolutely. I'm playing him in some lineups this week. Uh, that backfield, I'm not touching. Matthew Stafford this defense last year was the seventh worst matchup for quarterbacks so he's a he's a fade for me this week but i do still like uh jones mitch Trubisky comes in at 19th in our rankings i think he makes for a sneaky dfs play i'm not rolling him out there in season long but he's been a bit of a line killer he's put up he's looked like joe montana going against these guys so I think he does have a decent day. Um, Ellen Robinson, Anthony Miller, great matchups for these guys. So I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna roll with both them guys this week in all our lineups in all formats. They're I know Ellen Robinson is a top five play for us this week at the position. Um, we like to pick on the rookies, so Kuda's is good, but he's he's a little dinged up right now. So I think. I think they have a good game. Old Robinson Miller in his passing attack. Jimmy Graham could have a sneaky good game too. Atlanta, Seattle. Seattle plays that cover three, which is what we want to exploit for our short to intermediate guys. So what's that mean? Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst gets off to a fast start for this team. In his debut, I think last year, Seattle averaged 6.2 yards or receptions a game to the position. So I think he catches over five balls in this one, and he has a very good chance of scoring. So I like Hayden Hurst this week. Russell Wilson, he sets up well here, and what was it last year that the Atlanta gave up the fifth most fantasy points to quarterbacks last year, so he set up good. Could they get up, or could they rely on Carson in this one? Carson has a good matchup as well. So... I think all these guys have a good shot. As far as receivers go, D.K. Metcalf, I think I like a little bit over Lockett. Just because the outside is where... The outside typically has more success. The outside receiver going against Atlanta. I think that's a softer matchup than a receiver in the slot. But I do think both these guys are wide receiver twos this week. Julio's Julio. Kelvin Ridley, I think he'll be fine this week. So Minnesota, Green Bay, total in this one's 45. Minnesota's the 2.5 point favorite. I do like Minnesota to get the win here, and I do like them to cover the spread. I think this is going to be a cook game. It's a good matchup. For running backs, as we've seen last year, I think Cook is going to be relied upon here to control the clock. I think he gets a lot of work. He is a top three back this week, top three, top four back. Nah, eh, we'll go top five because I think I, I do think he'll get worked. Adam Thielen, I think he'll see plenty of work in this one, uh, because just there's not a lot of competition for targets. Aaron Rodgers. It's not a really good matchup per se. We got him ranked 20th, but just because we're fading Aaron Rodgers in this one slightly, I think Devontae Adams has the best week out of all receivers this week. I think he gets off to a fast start. I think he's going to be he's gonna be a stud in this one. He's got a great matchup. He he is an elite option at the position this week. Carolina versus the Raiders. Raiders don't typically travel well, especially to the East Coast. But I do like them to get the win in this one. They are the three and a half point road favorite. Total in this one's forty-seven and a half. I think I'm just going to go the money line in this one for the Raiders. So I think Carr. I think this is his. This is his. This is his time to shine. I think he's pissed off. He's sick of the media bad mouthing him. Putting him out of a job. I think he gets off to a fast start. I think Henry Ruggs gets off to a fast start. I think John Gruden's going to scheme something up. couple long plays. I think Ruggs hits the ground running here. I would not be shocked if he had that Hollywood Brown type debut this week. So I'm starting him everywhere I got him. Another player I'm starting everywhere I got him, and so should you. Josh Jacobs comes in ranked third in our rankings this week. I think he has... He could finish the week as a top running back in PPR leagues. I think he gets it in, gets two scores in this one. I think he gets one in on the ground, and I think he gets one through the air. This is the single greatest matchup for running backs. Last year they gave the most points to the position. So Josh Jacobs this week, oh boy, you better believe it. This defense allowed over 125.5 rush yards a game. 1.7 rush touchdowns per game, so Jacob's definitely going off. On the other side of the ball, the only Carolina Panther other than McCaffrey, of course, uh, DJ Moore. It's a good matchup for him. you are going to pick on those young corners. I think Moore is going to be fine in this one, and I do like him to be a top-10 wide receiver to kick off Week 1. Cincinnati and the L.A. Char- Chargers. Uh, Mixon, I think, would be fine. Green and Boyd, terrible matchups. Uh, Burrow, I think he'll, I th- think he's gonna have a solid start. But it's a tough, it's a tough week because Charger secondary is no joke. So, other than Mixon, though, I think I'm, I'm not really targeting anyone here. Keenan Allen, I think he'll have a solid day. Uh, San Francisco, Arizona. San Francisco opens up as an 8-point home favorite currently. 48-point total right now. So, like I said, Debo ain't going. Ayuk and Taylor and Pettis, I think, will be the the receivers here if Ayuk is able to actually go. He returned to practice limited fashion, so he, there's a chance he goes. This just sets up well for Kittle. I think Kittle has a monster game in this one, and this was the single most... You know, best matchup last year, as we all know, this offense or defense allowed over 20 fantasy points per game to the tight end position. So, I think Kittle's in line here for something good. Jimmy, I think he has a good matchup as well. They allowed the 20 or 22 points, fantasy points to the position last year. So, I think he's gonna set up fine here. So, he's a good DFS play for us this week. Drake. Kyler, Kyler, you know, this is the tough, 10th toughest against the position. They allowed only 15 fancy points per game last year to opposing quarterbacks, so. But, Kyler looked okay going against them in his rookie year, so. I think this has a potential to be a bit of a shootout, so. I just want to kind of speed this up a little bit here. Uh, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, like I said, Evans is out. Tampa is the dogs right now. The total in this one is 49. I I think this goes under that total. I really do. I think New Orleans wins. But I do like Tampa to cover here. Cover the 3.5. Breeze comes in ranked 8th. Brady comes in ranked 13th in our rankings. I got... Four net, I'm not playing this week. i just got to see how they're going to use him. Yeah, Arian says he's up, but I don't know. We'll see. I like Michael Thomas destroyed these guys last year. Saw a lot of targets. I think Emmanuel Sanders eats into that. Alvin Kam- Kamara, I think. It's a tough matchup. The Bucks were number one against the run last year, so Kamara didn't score against these guys. He didn't do much on the ground. I didn't think he... Uh, what was it? I think he s- didn't get over 65 yards in each of the matchups last year. Uh, he did contribute as a pass catcher in this one. So I think, Kamara, you play him. You're not sitting him. But temper expectations here because I do think this is going to be two good defenses. So I think it's going to be a little less action-packed than many are anticipating. Rams-Dallas, I think the Rams get the win here in their home opener in their new, beautiful stadium. They're the plus-three underdogs, but I do, like I said, I think they they get the win here. It's very high point total on this one, 52. Goff, I think, gets off to a fast start. I think Cup gets his. Wood gets gets his. Higby destroyed this defense last year. You know, this Dallas defense gave up the third most fantasy points to the position last year. Higby caught, what was it, 10 balls last year on 12 targets, just completely destroyed them. So I like a big day for him as well. That backfield, Cam Akers, number three on the depth chart behind Malcolm Brown and Henderson. Henderson's looking like a go. I'm thinking Cam Akers is still going to have a good debut. I think we temper expectations out of the gate. I think we may have to wait. Wait a week week or two, but I think ultimately Cam Akers is gonna he's gonna emerge as this team's every down back. He's a solid pass catcher, look good in pass pro. He can run, he's got good vision, former quarterback, so he's got that football IQ on lock. So I'm I'm still confident running Akers out there this week as a flex, and I'm going to in the leagues that I have him. Uh, let's see what we got on the other side, Dak, Amari Cooper is going to have a crappy matchup, he's going to see a lot of Ramsey, so he's a fade for us this week, I think Lamb gets off to a hot start, I think Jarwin could get off to a hot start, Zeke, Zeke's going to Zeke, so everyone other than Cooper, I'm really, I'm really, they're good to go. New York, Pittsburgh, Monday night. Pittsburgh is a five and a half road on or favorite, forty-seven and a half, forty-seven and a half uh, total right now. I think Ben's going to ball out. He's, I think Deontay's going to ball out. I like him this week if the if the foot's good. I think it's going to be so. I think he's a go, and I I think he's going to hit the ground running. Connor, he's got a very good matchup. Ebron's got a good matchup. You know, who doesn't have good matchups? Daniel Jones, Darius Slayton, Golden Tate, Shepard. That secondary is disgusting. They are tough. I think Daniel Jones is going to be harassed in this one. So I'm putting Pittsburgh in that parlay I'm talking about that I'll cover here in a second. And last but not least, Denver against Tennessee in their home opener. Drew Locke, it all depends on Sutton. That AC joint sprain that he suffered yesterday in practice, I think there's a chance he misses, yes, but I think ultimately he could go. I think he could go, but I think he'll be hampered. I like Judy in this one. It's a a decent matchup, but Melvin Gordon's the one I'm looking at in this one. I think he hits the ground running. I really do. I think Noah Fan has a hits the ground running. AJ Brown, he's got a good matchup here. That secondary isn't what it was, especially with Novon Miller now rushing the QB and Tannehill. I think Tannehill's a sneaky play for DFS this week. I think Henry this defense shut him down last year. So, do we temper expectations? Or are they going to sell out to stop him? I think they do. And if they do, that bodes well for A.J. Brown, who has, like I said, he has a very good matchup. Johnu Smith there, he's, he's an option as well. But, I was talking about that parlay. So, this is the parlay I'm running out there. It's a, it's a six-leg parlay. And I, it actually started with the KC Moneyline. It's an all-Moneyline parlay. So, this is what I suggest. KC winning, Indy winning, Philly winning, Baltimore winning, Buffalo winning and Pittsburgh winning. So, you put $50 down on that. You put a 50 on it, you win a total of 266.33. So, I'm confident that 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 bet right there could could hit that parlay. there we go, folks. There's our previews. Good luck this week. Check out, head over to EliteFantasy.com. Check out our updated rankings. We'll be updating them as injuries come, as the statuses of players come. So we'll be tweaking them all the way up to game time. So check it out. Get those lineups in. Best of luck. We've been preparing all offseason for this. So I'm confident you are going to go out there, yous are going to kick ass right out of the gate. So, for the Elite Fantasy Podcast Series, I'm your guy, Little Italy. We've checked it. Now go out there and make them feel it.